0: Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. Uh, My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my uvulating fiance, What the fuck does that
0: mean? How you
1: doing today, Carol?
0: Hey, what's up? What's uvulating mean?
1: Uh, Like the... uh, I can't do it. But, you know, when you, they do the screams and it's uh, like yeah.
0: the. Uh, like throat singing.
1: Kind of. Yeah. But it's the it's like doing like la 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 la. But yeah. In your throat and everything.
0: Yeah. I don't do that. People's. <laughs> Just so you know.
1: Carol, it is. Did you say, hey, what's up? I did. OK. But it I is, can say, hey,
0: what's up? There is. you go. Got a bonus one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It is August 14th, 1998. It's that. And, Carol, I think you're too prideful. What? And I'm too prejudiced.
0: Uh, is that the title of the episode? Pride and
1: Prejudice. All
0: right. Or Pride and Prejudice.
1: <laughs> I can't remember, uh, what was it, uh, Mr. Darcy? That, that's, yeah. that's Pride and Prejudice, yeah. right. Mr. Darcy's too prejudiced, and...
0: Elizabeth, I think
1: Elizabeth's too prideful.
0: Yeah, yeah, or vice versa. I'm. Really I not think sure. it's that way.
1: I'm pretty sure it's that way. So I, I did us the same way: F- female pride, male prejudice. Okay. Even though I'm not prejudiced, I'm not. I'm not singing songs like prophecy, like the fucking band did, and the, what Cain was Abel. What a weird. Name. What a name. Cain was Abel.
0: <laughs> but Cain killed Abel.
1: Cain rose up, yeah. Cain was able to murder Cain, I guess.
0: What?
1: Yeah. Cain killed Abel. What What do you, you mean? You
0: just said Cain was able to murder Cain. That's what you said. Those Kane. were the words.
1: I said, wah. <laughs> did I say that? Why? Everyone at home, did I say that? Did you I mess did it up? You did. All right. I'm going to listen to it back, obviously. But I meant You want to make a bet? Cain was able. No, I don't want to make a bet. Cain <laughs> was able to kill Abel.
0: Okay. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're not talking about Cain wow. and Abel. That was torture. Or Pride and Prejudice. We're talking about 90210. We're talking about
1: Dante's The Inferno. Oh, God. <laughs> the fifth ring of hell is 90210 continuously.
0: <laughs> oh, my. That would be that would be uh, something. Um, I don't know. Who do you want to start with today?
1: Who do you love? Um, Well, I always like to do... Valerie
0: first. Okay. I'm sure you would love to do (laughs) Valerie first, second, and third. Um, So (laughs) Valerie has stolen all of Donna's clients, we find out, because poor Uh, Donna is just sinking into a depression. She's
1: Yeah, she's moping.
0: Her business has failed. She has no clients left. She's sitting at the peach pit waiting to meet a client who stands her up. Yeah. It's awful. And she's watching David across the room. (laughs) <laughs> making a business deal and she's like at least he has something going on right
1: i'm a loser even though she comes for money and she does not have to worry for money at all
0: right but i mean you know i get that though like she doesn't have to she doesn't have to work for money but she got a degree she wants to use it oh. she wants to be successful so
1: oh yeah i 100 percent think she's doing the right thing
0: i think this is her pride that's hurting absolutely um, but, and then Valerie shows up at her house later and they're eating fucking cereal out of the box. Yeah. Was it, was it cornflakes? Yes. It was supposed yes. to be cornflakes, but did it, did they product place cornflakes? Oh, I flakes? don't remember. Or,
1: or was it like corn chomps or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But, um, it was pretty It was pretty sad, and Valerie's just acting like, oh, yeah, everything's awful. We have nobody.
1: Yeah, our business. She's like, I'm so sorry, Valerie. I feel responsible. She's like, ah, whatever. Who
0: cares? And she's like, we still have whatever Mr. Rich's name is. Yeah,
1: we still have Richie Rich.
0: The, the millionaire that Valerie's dating. Yeah. I don't really understand their relationship at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, does she work for him, or are they dating? Yes. Ew.
1: Like, it's, it's, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's fucked up is what it is. She keeps bringing him suits and, and she, he's like, yeah, it's not really me. And she's like, she throws the suit at him and she's like, it's every time you say that. And he's like, look, I don't care. Pinstripes. I don't know any other suit names, <laughs> <laughs> but he says, whatever, I don't care. Uh, I'm more interested in what you're wearing every time you come by.
0: So he's basically just paying her so she'll be around so he can keep trying to, you know, be with her. But it sounds like they already had sex. I don't think so. You don't? No. Man, I should have written down what was said that made me think that because I really got a very strong impression that they did.
1: Mm, they, I mean they're talking about mixing business and pleasure and stuff like that yeah. kind of thing, but but I don't think I don't think they've had sex yet.
0: So you think Valerie's just making out? Come on, it's Valerie. Like she she's not but she's having sex with Noah. Uh-huh. And she was talking to the hairdresser about how she's got two guys.
1: Yeah, but she wasn't saying she was fucking two guys.
0: Well, we don't know. We came in halfway through the conversation.
1: Well, yeah, that's true.
0: And, um, yeah, so Valerie's life is all, all happy Did right now. Did you see now. who
1: she was talking to, by the way? That's the... Isn't that the the group leader from Dear John? I, I, I'm pretty sure it was, the one that was, was that a sexual problem? You know that girl.
0: I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. But, um, Dear John. Yeah, I know the, sh- the show. Um,
1: By the time you... You know um what a theme song that I think is overrated is? What? Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the manners, paperboy, right? and evening TV. Or Full House. Full House, you got it. Family Matters is um, oh, what is Family Matters? All of a sudden, I'm just hearing the Perfect Strangers theme song. <laughs> Standing
0: tall. Oh my goodness! So ADHD nine hundred two Uh huh. <laughs> we were trying to talk about. They were at the hairdresser. That the was hairdresser. It. Yes. And um, oh, uh, there's never
1: been a great sitcom set in a hair salon. They should do that. Hmm. They should make a hair salon. I mean, it's the perfect, it's a fucking perfect venue. Customers coming in,
0: crazy customers and stuff. I want my hair like this. Yeah, it would be interesting. Set it in the 50s. Write the screenplay. Let's do it. I'll write it. All right. So in this hairdresser. Yeah, sorry. Valerie is talking about her love life. And around the corner is the single mom, Hillary Swank. Yes. Uh, I Carly, Carly. Thank you. And she pokes her head around just to make sure Valerie knows she's heard her talking about how she's cheating on. Valerie, I didn't
1: know you went here. It's so expensive,
0: which is hilarious. Like, why are you there then?
1: Well, Steve paid for it. Oh, he did. Yeah.
0: Why did he do that?
1: It was part of his gift to her.
0: I mean, like I really realized-
1: talk about Steve and Carly's part in this episode. We'll talk about
0: it. Okay, fine. Sorry. Um, talking
1: about ADHD.
0: Because I want to follow the the, the yes. thought train. Yes,
1: that's right. Because you want to follow the money
0: all the way to Orange County. Anyway, um, Donna is super bummed out until she gets a uh, job for the evening. Right? Like, isn't or no? That's Valerie's job too. Fuck! Holy shit! I'm really tired, and I'm doing my best. I'm sorry. No, <sighs> Donna's
1: bummed out till she gets pissed. Donna's bummed out till she goes to see Valerie or whatever and Noah's there.
0: Yeah. Where where where'd she go?
1: Well, they she she mentioned she, she says to Noah, is Valerie here and he's like, no, she had a early meeting with Mrs. Whatever, one of the people that Donna dropped. Then she's going to meet uh Mrs. Whatever, another one that, that mm-hmm. dropped Donna and then Donna's like, and let me guess, she's following up with what Mrs. Whatever. And he's like, yes, that's right, three whatevers. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, that fucking bitch. Uh, so, yeah, I've
0: never seen her so angry. So she
1: knows now that Valerie has screwed her over.
0: And she says to Noah that Valerie needs his help this evening because Valerie's putting on yeah. a big event for Mr. Richie Rich. Richie
1: Rich is, is paying her to be his date.
0: See, this is where to, we're getting muddied waters here. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but geez, I was thinking of muddy water songs. Um he's, he's paying her to host this party, quote unquote, and be his date for the evening.
0: Yeah. So And Donna, she's cool with it. Yeah. Cause she, at she, first she's, she's a
1: whore. At first she's like, no, I don't want to. Whatever, I've got other plans because she's supposed to go bowling with Noah, I guess. Mm. And he's like, okay, well, I guess that couture dress is just gonna have to go back on the rack. Don't isn't the rack and couture two different things, by the way? Yeah. And um, she's like, couture. That couture is not a brand, right? It just no. Mean, it just means like it's from a, a style, designer. Yeah, it's from a designer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, name brand designer dress.
1: Right. It's a uh, Sophia Loren dress or whatever. Sure.
0: So, yeah. Wait, is Sophia
1: Loren an actress? No,
0: yeah, she's an actress, not a designer. Who's the actress I'm thinking
1: of? Coco Chanel. That's what I was thinking
0: of. That's not an actress either. That's a designer.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. The the little black dress thing. Sophia, or Coco Chanel. Okay. (laughs) Goodness. They knew what I meant.
0: I don't think anybody knows what she meant. Oh, late
1: 1994 at (sighs) A.L.W. If you knew what I meant.
0: So just being able to wear a designer dress changes her tune. She agrees to like, I still don't understand what she's doing there besides being his date, but she's definitely in charge.
1: Yeah. She's ordering people around and everything. She's, she's coordinating the event. Yeah. She's like a party planner,
0: but it's weird because I mean, unless I guess she coordinated the event ahead of time and just wasn't going to attend. And now she's attending. Is that maybe the situation we're in?
1: No, I think she put it together on the fly.
0: That's insane. Yeah, why? I mean, like it's the same day. Like I don't. No, I don't think it was the
1: same day. I think it was. I think it was the next night.
0: But either way, there wasn't enough time to put on an event like this.
1: I agree, but you could be right. She might have been planning it beforehand. I don't know.
0: So Donna was supposed to help her. She asked Donna to waitress. I think. Yeah, to
1: help. Well, just to help out at the thing.
0: And Donna says, "Noah, uh, can you help her out? She really. She'd needs
1: love it. Yeah. to see you there." With the other guy that, that mm-hmm. Donna knows that is got the hots for
0: her. Right. So now we have Noah in the kitchen and Mr. Richie Rich out amongst the mucky mucks. And Valerie wow. <laughs> is trying her best once she discovers that Noah's there to keep them separated. It's the
1: classic situation of I've got two dates at the same time and I have to keep them apart. Mm-hmm. But there's no comedic payoff to this. No, because they don't actually meet.
0: There, there's no payoff at all, comedic or otherwise.
1: Yeah, he, she just she just gets away with it, and it, like successfully gets him to Noah to leave.
0: You were so like disappointed. We were watching. He's like, you're just she's just gonna get away with it. <laughs> well, it, yeah, because that's the
1: stupidest way to play
0: it. Yeah, I agree. Like, if you're
1: going to have this situation occur, how do you just let the person get away? Oh, it just works out. Like, (laughs) that's not interesting.
0: Yeah, no, it's stupid. But, yeah, so Noah and her...
1: Wow. What? Just really far away from the mic.
0: I'm sorry. But, yeah, so Noah and her, like, fucking make out in the kitchen, too. So it's like I really thought that the guy was going to walk in and see them, but...
1: And that's what I thought, too. I thought Noah would break up with her. But the richy rich guy might be like eh, three way. No, um, he might mm-hmm. be like, he he might brush it off as like, well, of course I've got competition, but I'm rich and who cares, you know? Yeah, like,
0: whatever. It's funny at the uh, hairdresser Valerie's all like, oh, uh, I've got a rich guy and a poor guy, and there's just something about the poor guy. Yeah. It just that drives me nuts. Like, what is it about him? Yeah,
1: his bad acting. <laughs>
0: his mediocre looks but i mean like the whole thing is just so stupid like it's not just like what is it about him but like why is she so obsessed with money and if she is so obsessed with money then she shouldn't give a shit about the poor guy
1: exactly he must have a really nice penis
0: maybe that's it it's it's all hidden
1: it's funny because oh he's not circumcised it's all hidden <laughs> he um it's funny because they they go on a date or whatever they go to the movies because she's like, we don't, oh, oh yeah, we do see them at the movies, kind of. Uh, she's like, let's go to the movies instead because I've got this thing later for mm-hmm. the, the, the dinner.
0: Right. So
1: they see Brandon and Kelly at the movies, and this is a bit of a crossover for Brandon and Kelly's storyline. Um, but yeah, they see them at the movie theater. Something happens, we'll get back to you later. But then the next morning, Noah walks out of her room. And that's apparently she was in the room and she was gone, I guess, because that's right after that's when he talked to Donna. OK, yeah. But Brandon says, oh, I didn't know you were uh, staying over. No. And he was like, oh, well, I'll be sure to let you know next time <laughs> or to 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 whatever. Like, what's he say? Check in with you next time or yeah, something check. Like that. Check
0: with you, I think. Which, you know, that's fucked up. Like, they're all adults. Valerie well, lives there. Brandon's
1: being weird.
0: He's being really the whole episode. Of Brandon's weird absolutely like i don't know what is up with him i mean like obviously in the episode he's got ptsd but that does not cross over into this weirdness no so but yeah they do see each other at the movies and i guess we'll talk about that later too
1: yeah yeah yeah. i mean that's the only the one thing really happens right what do you mean <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to stump you by asking you about something that happened in the show we watched
0: Okay, so at the movies, uh, Brandon and Kelly uh, I don't know, they're jostled and Kelly falls. Yeah, that's the thing I alluded to earlier. Yeah. And then some dude saves her from hitting the ground and Brandon's like all imagining her being shot and falling again. Yeah, and then he's, he's having like, "Get your backs. hands off of her."
1: I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah.
0: He's he's like, like, almost, "Mind your business." He almost gets in a fight. It's no good.
1: The the, the extra that knocked, that brushed into her and knocked Mm -hmm. her over, did the best acting job in the whole show. Oh, yeah. Because he's just fucking staring at Brandon over Noah's shoulder like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) It's the best, like, what the fuck expression I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's all that happens with that.
1: No, yeah, but do you want to, do you want to, now, we've talked about Donna and Valerie together. Do you want to? to finish up their storyline because valerie comes to the after dark with noah after the party and she sees donna there and donna now knows what happened and noah goes to get a drink or whatever and she's like oh it's too bad he didn't stay so she could find out what a lying fucking cheating whore you are right like she didn't swear but she literally said like whore and cheater and liar and everything. Yeah, she's
0: very obsessed. She's
1: talking about her client, she, and she's like, oh, Donna, the uh, the eternal, whatever, the eternal goody two-shoes has mm-hmm. finally let her guard down or whatever. And <laughs> she <laughs> says, this was the best line in the whole episode. She's like, yeah, well, now you've, you know, you lost your virginity, and maybe you're regretting things oh, God, or, yeah, or so things good. are have changed or whatever. I know... I know from personal experience that David can be rough
0: and bed. And Donna hauls off and slaps a Oh, bitch. my God. It was it awesome. awesome.
1: <laughs> they should embrace the soapiness of their show more often. Right. Because so so often they're like 90% there, but they don't fully commit like this. Mm-hmm. This was awesome.
0: Yeah, I- I want her to suffer more. I'm I'm so like done with Valerie.
1: I th- that David and from personal experience, David can be rough and bad too. What a lie.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't imagine that of David. No, but
1: David's a little more take charge than we thought.
0: Yeah, you never know. Some some guys, I guess it's the the quiet the, ones. the guys you
1: least expect are pulling hair.
0: Um, at uh, the after dark, he takes some charge too. So
1: yeah, that's true.
0: So, yeah, so we can talk about David now, I think. Uh, he's dealing with this band, as Mark mentioned earlier, Kane is Able.
1: Kane was Able. Was
0: Able. Um, they're the racists that we've been dealing with for this is like the third episode in a row now.
1: Yeah, they're talking about Jews. and They use the K word. I believe they use uh-huh. the N word. Uh-huh. And they use some other word, too.
0: Yeah, they say it. Well, they say a lot of awful things. Um, David is meeting with a Jewish, like not a manager, but like a record label dude. And he offers him $35,000 signing bonus if they sign on. And he's like, no, I've got all these other record labels coming to check out the band on Friday. Just come and then we can talk afterwards. And the guy tears up the contract. He's like, I just want to make sure I kn- you were, you know, a real player or whatever.
1: I'll have the real contract with me on Friday.
0: Which is nuts. But, like, when David's relaying this to the band, mm-hmm. he says the guy's name is... Ari. Ari. And they're like, what kind of name is Ari?
1: And David just calmly is like, it's a first name.
0: What do you mean? It's a Jewish name, right?
1: Yes. Okay. I mean, it's... So, I don't know that there's, I guess there are kind of Jewish first names, like, uh, you know, um, Shmuel and and stuff like that, but um, I guess Ari is more traditional Jewish first name, but, yeah, you think more last names when you think of nationalities and stuff.
0: Then they said something about, we knew that, you you know, you'd be able to squeeze blood from a turnip or something. You people are always good at... Just
1: squeezing every drop of money out of whatever.
0: And he's like, I assume you mean managers?
1: And he's like, yeah, let's let's say that.
0: And then he sneezes and goes, adieu.
1: Why, like, how bigoted do you have to be to be openly cartoonishly racist to your Jewish manager right in front of him? Like... Why are they even working with a Jewish person? Right. Because of their stereotypical thinking that he can get money out of whatever. Apparently. I guess. But like, I don't... I I understand the message of the, the episode. And it's a good message, I think. And there's there's nuance here that they somewhat dig into. I think they could have dug into it a little bit more. But... I think they miss a trick by making the band, like I said, so cartoonishly mm-hmm. bigoted. Like no one's like this. There are people who think like this, probably, but no, it's probably the, it's the tw- well, yeah, there, there for sure is, but they're unfortunately, but there's there, there it's the twirling mustache villain <laughs> of racism, right? I mean, no one is like. I'm <laughs> racist and proud. You know, like <laughs> people don't think like that. Yeah. People who are racist think they're right. And most of them are also aware that society doesn't 100% agree with them or polite society doesn't. And they hide it more. It, it's actually more insidious mm-hmm. because it's harder to figure out who the real racists are. So it seems, I don't know, somewhat ideologically poisoned that they make them so out there with their racism.
0: Right. And apparently there's this song they want to play that's just completely racist.
1: And that, I think, would have been okay. Like, that, their song's Prophecy, and Donna points out, have you even read the lyrics? And then she reads the lyrics, and the lyrics are more overt, and I think that would have been okay in the context of a song, them being more overtly racist, I think that could have driven the nail home if they were more covertly racist throughout the rest of the episode.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. That would have worked better. That would have been some better storytelling. Mm-hmm. but
1: And it would have packed more of a punch, I think.
0: Yeah. Because once we get to it and she's like,
1: look, it says, you know, the K word for mm-hmm. Jewish people and the N word never, like, you know, and she's like... um, Uh, I see, I can't remember all the lyrics, but it's like, I see the new millennium. We come together as one people and down with the whatever, you know, like all people that aren't white, essentially. And by the time we get, because this is late in the episode, by the time we get to that song, my thought process is, of course they wrote this song. (laughs) I'm not surprised at all. Because they've been so overt the entire episode. And that's why I think it would have packed more of a punch of like, oh, fuck, wow, these guys are
0: evil. (laughs) Yeah. So Donna is all on David to, like, make sure they don't play this song. I don't even know why you're working with these guys. Yeah, yeah. She's pissed. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I get it.
1: Ari is there because he's, like, helping David. He's, like, taking him under his wing. Mm-hmm. Ari's there, and he's like, nah, whatever. They're artists. You can't censor them.
0: Yeah. And it's like, what the
1: fuck, dude? You're chillish.
0: But He, I mean, like, he's more interested in making money. Yeah, I guess that's true. Not
1: in a stereotypical way, everybody, but...
0: But I mean, honestly, with the financial problems that David is having, Mm -hmm. like, earlier in the episode, somebody came with, like, just a peanut delivery for the bar, and they wanted to be paid up front, and he couldn't do it, so Donna wrote them a check. Yeah. Which I'm sure was emasculating as fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, and the guy made sure he he gave him a look that was emasculating.
0: Yeah. So, like, David's in a real bad place, Mm -hmm. and I think it... It doesn't make sense to me that he did that he chose to not let the band play. Like he gave up all that money, yeah. whatever the signing bonus is going to be in his cut of it. He also had his bar full. His nightclub was full of right. people there to see this band. I didn't realize there were that many racists in you know fucking Beverly Hills. Oh but um, yeah,
1: they're they're in California. There's it's, I mean it's, people people come from uh, not Berkeley. What's Berkeley's real progressive? The uh, Barstow or whatever, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's like they're chanting for this band, like they're these big fans. And like I thought they were just starting out, and wouldn't really have a fan base. But whatever, in this episode they do. So mm-hmm. this would have been really helpful for his club.
1: Well, in your, I don't know that I 100 percent agree with you, but in your defense, when he's like, "Look, you're not going on stage," because Ari's like, "What the fuck? Like, the, enough's enough. Like, put the band on." Everyone's clamoring for him, and the band's like, when are we going to go? And he's like, you're not going on stage. And he's like, fine, we won't play the song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he got that, what he wanted. I can see a strong argument for being like, okay, good, you're not going to play the song. Go ahead and go yeah. on. Yeah,
0: and then he could have gotten the money.
1: But I see David's point of view, too, as, look, I don't want their fucking blood money. It's, it's about principle.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we find out in the conversation that he has with uh, Donna that his grandfather was a Holocaust survivor whose entire family was killed, and he's the only one that survived. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, like, I get, like, wanting to take a stand, but I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like the fact that he didn't let the band play and kicked everybody out is going to really kill his business.
1: It's possible. Yeah, it's possible that it's going to severely hurt him.
0: I mean, he was already struggling.
1: He should have told everyone, hey, they're racists.
0: Yeah, yeah, he should have told them why he wasn't letting them play. He said they could have a free ticket for the next uh, concert or whatever. Yeah. Which, like, they're there for this band, obviously.
1: Unfortunately, the next concert is uh, the KKK. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just, like, I would have been pissed, too, if I paid to see an artist, and then they're like, oh, well, you can get a free ticket for the next person right. that you don't know. Well, they're
1: not going to sing the racist shit I want to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> How difficult that is to find outside of Barstow? <laughs> Sorry, Barstow, California. I have no idea what your demographics are.
0: <laughs> but Donna's super proud of them, so there's yeah, that.
1: That's all that matters.
0: Yeah. I mean, because her family has money, maybe it is. In the end, like they'll get married and just live off her family's money. But she,
1: yeah, they, I agree with him taking a stand, and this is the nuance that w- that they that they talked about in um in the episode. So David says they have the right to say whatever they want because they they talk a lot about free speech. Ari and him, him do they talk a lot about free speech and not censoring artists and everything. Mm-hmm and well they don't talk a lot about it but they talk about it in one scene and he says they can sing whatever they want just not in my place right which i think is the right attitude to have but and that's the nuance that i'm talking about is the their right to free speech but also your right to say i don't need to be associated with that right um but they don't they don't delve into it really at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um I don't know. I just I worry for David.
1: Yeah, but I think eventually things will work out for him. That's my guess. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I can't imagine the After Dark's just going to close. I can. It's become such a big part of They're they're they more than
0: they are at the Peach Pit. Yeah. But apparently not a lot of other people are.
1: <laughs> no. But I'll tell you what. What? Do you want to do Carly and Steve or you want to do Brandon and Let's Kelly? do
0: uh, Carly and Steve.
1: Okay. On. So Carly's at the beach pit. That yes. was going to be my transition <laughs> because she works at the beach pit. That she does. Which means she doesn't have much time to take care of her house or her son or to pamper <laughs> herself.
0: <laughs> so Steve shows up at her door. Um Wanting to give the kid another present, apparently. Yeah, He's been bringing presents all the time. She's like, it doesn't
1: make up for Magic Mountain, you bitch.
0: Which, like like you said when we were watching it, why don't they just reschedule this trip? Exactly. Like, like it's forever. It's just, you're never going to be able to make it better. It
1: was that one time, that one time something came up and Steve just, he can never go there again.
0: Eh, whatever. He's been banned from Magic Mountain. But she says that men and little boys have something in common, that they play with toys until they get bored and they don't think about them anymore. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't want Zach getting attached to you right when you get bored with me.
1: Yeah, essentially she's a toy. Right. I guess. Yeah. A doll.
0: <laughs> a fuck doll. <gasps> a 90210 doll.
1: They should make more.
0: I don't think Hillary Swank would make a good Barbie doll.
1: Really? No. I would think that... Uh, they could just repurpose some of um, Pokey's uh, things, Gumby, and, and oh my god, Pokey. <laughs> that's
0: so mean! Because
1: he's a horse, everyone.
0: Yes, I got, I, I got it. <laughs> uh, I assume they got it.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm sure they all got my uh, fucking 1950s reference.
0: <laughs> well, I had a Gumby to play with. When I'm Gumby, two. damn it!
1: That's from Saturday Night
0: Live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Who was Steve talking to about Carly? David. David. who pointed out that, you know, she doesn't have any time to take care of anything but her kid and working or whatever. Yeah. And Steve gives the idea of pampering her.
1: So he comes over. We don't get to actually see this. Yeah, we Presumably hear about because it. Because Ian Ziering, uh Looked at the call sheet, and he was like, I am not fucking cleaning a house for this show.
0: <laughs> Maybe. He probably didn't know how.
1: But she comes home, and her mom is there, and her mom's, she's like, what the hell? It's a, the house is so nice. And she's like, oh, my God, the sweetest young man came over, <laughs> and he had a mop, and he was like, uh, your son seemed to know who he was. So I was like, mom, we can let this stranger in the Ryan's house.
0: so weird. <laughs> it's
1: totally fine. And he cleaned the whole house and and all this stuff and everything. Mowed the lawn. Yeah. She was like, I tried to give him a sandwich, but he said no. Tried to give him a blowjob, and he was (laughs) like, no, no thanks.
0: And he brought her a pizza. Yes. And so, oh, and he left a rose on her bed.
1: And he left a note.
0: And... I don't know. This whole not knowing when to say when thing has come up several times in the episode, but I don't remember all the he, times. But
1: he, t- it's not like when you're getting parmesan at the uh, the Olive Garden or mm-hmm. something like that. You know? uh, he said she said something like, "You don't know when enough is enough.
0: Enough is enough." Yeah. Right. Um, he said, you know, just like you said, I don't know when enough is enough. I started here, and I just kept going, and, like, mm-hmm. he cleaned her whole house, which was really nice. Absolutely. And he said that when he was getting her pizza, he realized he didn't know what toppings she likes and that he wants to know those things about her, which was also really sweet. Steve's so a really sweet dude. It's
1: actually a really sweet moment, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's, he's nice. Like, Claire did not deserve him. I don't know if Carly deserves him either, though. They, They took... The most
1: they took the social pariah of the show. The easy like like casually racist. Remember when he was talking about the fucking Boston Celtics or whatever and how yeah. like that was his favorite team because of the white guys or something like that? And they never went anywhere with that. They were gonna make him casually racist, but I guess they just they just abandoned that plan. And homophobic. Yes, homophobic. Like they took the worst character in the show and and they transformed him into the nicest guy in the show.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. But they did. They did it successfully. And they did it so slowly over time that it's almost believable because yeah. people do change a lot from being a teenager to an adult. So. Yeah.
1: He's learned and grown. He's the only one who's actually had any life lessons in this entire cast.
0: Yeah. So Carly seems very smitten by him now. And apparently he paid for her to get her hair done. Was that so they could go on the date later? Yes. Okay. Because so he in-
1: invited her out to the dinner that Valerie Valerie's, was hosting. Yeah, hosting. The rich guy. I don't know how they got an invite to this dinner, but I don't
0: know. Yeah, it's weird. And then when when they're there, um, Valerie bribes Carly with a bottle of champagne to not say anything about how she's dating the two guys. She's so like, I didn't realize that she was supposed to be exclusive with either of them.
1: I didn't either. I And I don't, does Noah think that? Like none of these relationships have been defined.
0: Yeah. So, like, why is she so freaked out about it? I don't know. Just be like, yeah, this is a dude I'm dating.
1: Yeah, this is another dude I'm dating. I'm a young, hot woman who's evil. I can do whatever <laughs> I want.
0: <laughs> right? So, I don't know. That's about it, though. It seems like... Oh, the, Steve asks at the end of the night. She's like, that was, a, you know, a really fun evening. And he's like, was it good enough to come in for a night And he's yeah,
1: like, see, it's tomorrow fun, or...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she says, you know, she doesn't want to come in because of Zach, who sees him dropping her off. So I guess that was a good idea.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: But I, I think maybe she's going to be like the end of the game for him.
1: I guess. I don't know. Because he's,
0: fa- it's like Jerry Maguire, you know, he's falling in love with the little kid too.
1: Right. But does he love the kid more than he loves the girl? Because that was the whole Jerry Maguire right. thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe. She's not very nice to him, so. No. And she's not really
1: good looking. I don't know. It's hard. It's so hard to tell with her.
0: She's moderately good looking. Like she, she's just got a weird face. She's yeah. got a nice body. Yeah, agreed. But her face, yeah.
1: Ooh, just like Steve.
0: Like, Corey, yeah, G. that's true. Wow, well, they're we'll meant hate. for each other. Exactly. i will have
1: hideous kids, <laughs> with fantastic bodies. Um, so last storyline involves one. What's her name?
0: Kelly? (laughs) Kelly. Why do you always struggle with her name?
1: I don't know. I want to call her Donna.
0: (laughs) She looks like a Donna. So she, I don't know what the fuck degree she got. You said she got a psychology degree.
1: Uh, Yeah, she got a degree in, I believe, abnormal psychology
0: or something like that. I don't know. But somehow the job that she has gotten requires her to put children in daycare.
1: She seems like a social worker.
0: Maybe, but like social workers maybe put kids in foster care, not daycare. Oh. It's weird.
1: Yeah, why is she putting a kid in daycare?
0: Yeah, like why would anybody be paid to do that? It's weird. Um, but yeah, so that's the job she has to go do. She's a
1: middleman between daycare and parents. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I know all the best daycares. She's standing in a
1: corner with a, a trench coat on. And she's like, opens up her trench coat and there's just pamphlets for different daycares. <laughs> And you want to take care of the city.
0: So the phone rings in the morning and it's the detective. Brandon. And she's already been talking to Brandon about, like, you need to let the shit go. Right. I want to move on with my life. Exactly. And he's like, I can't do that. Somebody tried to kill you. So the detective calls and she gets mad at Brandon for even talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got the guy. So Brandon's like, I want to I want to see him and. He's like, ah, oh, you can't do that. And he's like, wouldn't you want five minutes with uh, somebody who tried to kill your wife or girlfriend or whatever? And
1: he's, it's like, okay, I guess I'll just shirk all of my responsibilities, risk getting thrown off the force and everything. Right. Because you made that one argument.
0: So, yeah, for some stupid reason, he lets Brandon, maybe he was already dead. I don't know. But he lets Brandon come to the hospital and the dude's dead. Yeah. So like, okay, storyline over, problem solved. She's healed, the dude's dead
1: and he's like what the fuck and he goes the guy you identified was the driver
0: mhm and
1: this guy actually pulled the trigger which we suspected was something like that and he's like yeah he uh he turned on him and whatever turned him in he's like we did fingerprint analysis we did ballistics whatever he uh he matches all of this stuff and so he's dead, Brandon gets close to his face. The cops like,
0: whoa whoa, whoa Yeah, like what are you doing? Like he was
1: gonna eat his brains or something. <laughs> and then he's like, You got what you deserved.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was stupid. I'm glad they're done with it. I don't know what else they're gonna try to do to make them interesting. They're not interesting together. No. Kelly and Brandon. They, yeah,
1: their story their stories are not interesting together. They
0: They lack chemistry. They do.
1: They're not a good they're not a good couple. Mm mm. He had more chemistry with with Shannon Doherty. Supposed to be <laughs> <Ew>. his sister.
0: <laughs> she definitely had more chemistry with uh, Dylan. He
1: hasn't had really good chemistry with anyone, really.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, Emily. Yeah.
1: Yes, they were the best together for sure.
0: Maybe she'll come back again. We'll we'll cheat see. on Kelly again.
1: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but that is the episode for the week, Carol.
0: It is. So you can uh, write us at latefee1994.
1: If you can, you've late. Latefee1994.
0: Oh my God. Uh, check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.